This is a Woodside Church podcast. Hello everyone. Good morning to you all. It's such a great pleasure connecting with you all on this Sunday morning. We are looking at a wonderful series called Look to Jesus. Wow, it's been so amazing. We've so far seen why Jesus had to be baptized and how he demonstrated to us to use power with all humility. And last week we saw how Jesus was tempted and how victorious he came out of that and how he can help us to overcome our temptations and to get stronger. This week we are going to look at the ministry of Jesus Christ and to learn how to do or carry on his ministry under the title, The Kingdom is Coming. We carry on the story on, uh, from uh, Matthew chapter 4. After the temptation on Jesus, Jesus heard that John the Baptist was arrested. Immediately, Jesus left Judea and he went down to Galilee and he began his ministry. He traveled throughout Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing and proclaiming the good news about the kingdom to the people. And he went about healing every kind of illness and sickness. The news about Jesus and about his healing and about his teaching spread out all through the area and from all different towns uh, in and around the Galilee, they all gathered and they all came to him. They brought the sick to him and Jesus healed every kind of uh, sickness. Healed them all, that's what the Bible says. And many began to follow Jesus Christ. This was the ministry of Jesus. Jesus teaching, Jesus preaching and Jesus healing. Right? And Jesus preached this message to everyone. Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is what Jesus was uh, preaching to all the people. About this message and coming of Jesus and Jesus beginning his ministry, Isaiah prophesied over this as uh, people who were living in darkness has seen great light. And light has dawned upon them and is now shunning the darkness away. Matthew refers to this, the coming of the kingdom of heaven, as good news. This is absolutely great news. Why? Because what we see in this world at the moment is so much evil, so much war, pain and suffering. And the list goes on, which resulted because of the fall of man the entry of sin and man being separated from God. But here Jesus is there to restore the, the relationship with God the Father. Now extending the invitation, come on, repent of your sins and turn to God and enter the kingdom of heaven which is near. What does he mean by that? He says repentance, it basically simply means turn around. I was walking in this direction pointlessly, uh, about which the Bible refers to as being dead. Now, Jesus has come and created a way where I can be reunite, reunited with 
my creator. So I change direction. I turn around completely and walk in the way of Jesus and towards God. And the moment I make this decision and commit my life to follow Jesus towards God, I enter the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom comes upon me. I become his child and he becomes my father. Jesus the king is the wonderful counselor. Then he begins to give me wisdom and help me to take the right decisions in my life all throughout. He is the mighty God. The king is the mighty God who gives me power to overcome sin and its consequences to overcome Satan and his power to overcome the pressures of this world. He becomes my everlasting father where he restores the relationship with God. When earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to his children, how much more heavenly father will do for us. I come under the loving protection and care of this heavenly father. He is the prince of peace. And he gives his peace to me, a peace that helps me, the peace that makes me stand firm amidst any storm and move forward with the hope of uh, glory and, the, and waiting for the day when the kingdom will be fully established. Now that I've entered the ki kingdom of heaven, you might ask, now, all that was promised about the kingdom of heaven, the perfectness, we can't see it as yet. And how do we explain that? Well, to this, Jesus explained it very carefully. Not just us, many, even the people who were there listening to Jesus had the same doubts as well. Where is this kingdom of heaven? How do we get it? And all sort of questions to which Jesus explained to them about the kingdom of heaven um, in, in, in many parables. And the gist of it, he's he's, what he was trying to say is the kingdom is already here because it has come with Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has brought the kingdom. With the birth of Jesus, the kingdom is already here. Then he says, the kingdom is coming. The kingdom is not completely established, but the kingdom is growing and expanding. Then the kingdom will come. That is when the kingdom will be completely established and all that was promised of the kingdom will become true and will see its complete effect in, in action. Now, the kingdom is here. Many had this doubt, where is this kingdom? Even the disciples of John the Baptist came and asked him, say, well, John the Baptist is asking, are you the one? The promised one or do we have to wait for another king to come and establish this kingdom and all this because they couldn't you know really get their mind around it to which jesus answered now go and tell john the baptist what you see you see the evidences of the kingdom of heaven the sick are being healed the blinds are blind are seeing the the deaf are hearing go tell him we see the evidences of the kingdom already here the Pharisees came to Jesus and asked, well, when will this kingdom come? To which Jesus answered, the kingdom is already in your midst. It's like asking, I want to see electricity. Show me electricity. I won't believe it if I don't see electricity. Well, you can't see electricity, but you can see the effect of electricity. 
because of electricity you can see light a lamp glowing you can see a fan running you can see a telly working all that sorts you see the effects of electricity same way we see the effects and the evidence of the kingdom even today lives are being really transformed for good people are being delivered from the demonic oppression people are being healed of the sickness which are evidences of the kingdom which we can see now the kingdom is here and it has come with Jesus Christ the kingdom is coming this is where we come into the picture now how is the kingdom coming we can see that the kingdom is growing and advancing day by day and this is happening again through the ministry of Jesus through his body where Jesus is the head and we the church we are the body of Christ and he is continuing his ministry through his church Ephesians chapter 3 verses 10 and 11 says this God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places this was his eternal plan which he carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord you see now he is using his body his church to continue his ministry it doesn't stop there it says through the holy spirit he has given each and every one of us a special ability a gift by which we can carry on this ministry effectively and bring the kingdom the kingdom is coming how do we do this how do we do this ministry how do we help in this kingdom advancing and the kingdom coming we follow the example of jesus jesus was teaching he was preaching and he was healing and he's asking us to do the same as well and he is giving us the ability to do that as well teaching basically means discipling you see jesus jesus showed us how to disciple he wasn't sitting in one place and and waiting for people to come and become his students or become his disciples but instead jesus went here you see the teacher himself going out to the nook and corners traveling everywhere and and recruiting his students irrespective of their race or their language irrespective of their qualifications and things that he actually he chose some fishermen as his disciples he went and built relationship with them he showed them he lived a life of example a life of role model he showed them how to live he taught them he trained them he supported them he encouraged them he built them up and this is how jesus did his teaching and discipling he is calling the church and each and every one of us to do the same secondly we are called to preach the gospel announce and proclaim the good news to everyone around now how do we do that again jesus showed us how to do that he went and and actually invited people he said the kingdom of heaven is here now you repent of your sins and turn to god for it is time and you will receive power to turn to god now come and be part of the kingdom of heaven it was by invitation we are called to extend the invitation of the king of the kingdom to the people where we go come on enough of you struggling 
The Bible says, Jesus said, all those who are heavy laden, come to me. I will give you rest. It was by invitation. So we are here to proclaim the invitation. Come on, enough. We are not there to condemn people. We are not there to pass judgment on people. No, but we go and extend the invitation of the king with love and asking them, come be on the winning side. Come be victorious and be part of the kingdom of heaven. And this is how we go and preach the gospel. And, and how did Jesus do it? You see, Jesus went down. He was not doing from a capital city. He was not doing in the center of a city where he could attract so many crowds. No, he went down to the fringe. He went down to Galilee. Galilee was then a despised place, uh, hated and known for his notorious activities. In fact, and um, um, uh, um, Isaiah refers to it as Galilee of the Gentiles and people sitting in darkness. It, wa it was a multi-ethnic, multicultural and, and a different language speaking group of people were there in, in Galilee and Jesus went down to show he was not after a particular group of people, it was not just for the Jews but for the whole world, everyone. It is the sick who needs the doctor. Church you and I are called to preach the gospel to everyone. We are not called to sit in the church and wait for people to come on a Sunday morning. Yeah, wait for more people to come, wait for, no, we are called to reach out. And this is called outreach, the scattered church. Let us go into this world, wherever we are, and preach and proclaim this invitation to the kingdom of heaven. Thirdly, we are called to carry on the ministry of healing. Now, how do we do it? We learn that from Jesus as well. It says, Jesus healed every kind of illness and sickness. In fact, the word healed there, the, the root word for it comes from the word therapy. He treated every kind of disorder. It includes a holistic healing, a spiritual, mental, physical, emotional Healing is what it refers to. Yes, church, even we, in the name of Jesus, have been given power and authority to carry on the same. Not as just one person doing everything, but as a church together, as we are gifted differently through the Holy Spirit, to use it to bring in healing in spiritual, mental, emotional and physical illness. If anybody is undergoing depression, we can go and heal them in the name of Jesus. If anybody is going through hurt and bitterness and pain, we can go and heal them in the name of Jesus. If anybody is going through physical illness, we can go and heal them in the name of Jesus. If anybody is going through and looking for comfort, we can go and heal them in the name of Jesus. If anybody is under demonic oppression and suffering from bondage, we can go and heal them in the name of Jesus, just like Jesus did. And he, he for sure is there with us supporting in all that. So there's, we cannot take one bit out. It's not just teaching. It is not just preaching. It is not just healing, but all three are required and is involved in the kingdom coming in the expansion and the advance 
advancement of the kingdom of heaven through us, who is the body of Jesus Christ. Finally, the kingdom. How long we do this? Until the kingdom is completely established. The kingdom will one day be completely established and all the promises that have been said will be fulfilled and it will be so evident we will be able to see it and we will be part of it when Jesus Christ comes again. And we are eagerly waiting and hoping and longing for that day when he is going to come again. This time he's not going to come as a son of man, but he is going to come as the reigning and the ruling king. In Revelations verses 21, 1 and 3 and 4 verses says this, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was all gone. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The kingdom will come. Church, let us learn from Jesus, looking up to him and carry on the ministry of Jesus, teaching, preaching and healing and be part of kingdom coming in the advancement and the establishment of the kingdom of heaven. Even as you are seated listening to me preach today, I would like to extend the invitation of Jesus to you today. My friend, this is good news. Jesus is the solution to your problem. Even as you're seated today, is there anyone who's wanting to live an impactful, productive life of goodness, who wants a transformed life? Is there anyone who's, who's crying out saying, is there anyone to rescue me? from my bondage and my addiction? Is there anyone who's looking for a physical healing today? My friend, Jesus is the solution. He is your deliverer. He is your rescuer and he is your healer. He's here to help you repent of your sins, turn your life around, turn to God and to be part of this kingdom of heaven. I wanna pray for you today. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, your Son, who brought the kingdom of heaven down, who taught us, who preached the good news and the invitation to us, and who heals us, Lord. Thank you. Father, I pray for anybody who's making a commitment and a decision to repent, change, turn around to you today. I pray that the joy of your salvation Come over them and fill them in the name of Jesus. I pray that your peace come and fall over them in the name of Jesus, Father, and that they would experience your love, Father, and this wonderful relationship with you and that they will know you tangibly, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father. Lord, I especially pray for anybody who's suffering from addiction and needing deliverance, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, be delivered. Lord, deliver them from every oppression. Who's, all those who are calling out to you, 
to your name, Father. Jesus, deliver them. Give them the strength to overcome their weakness and their trouble and to live a transformed life. Lord, I pray for those who are suffering from sickness in their physical body, who is looking for emotional healing, who is looking for a, a spiritual mental healing. I pray, Jesus, the Bible says you healed every kind of sickness and illness. You are the same yesterday, today and forever. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the sickness will be healed, will be healed in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you. Thank you that you have brought the kingdom down through Jesus, kingdom of heaven down through Jesus, and that we can be part of it. We can, we can become your children through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We worship you. Lord, I also pray for your body, our church, to be a church which carries on the ministry of Jesus by teaching, by discipling many for you and by preaching and proclaiming your good news everywhere and by healing every kind of spiritual, mental, emotional and physical Lord, illness to bring glory to your name and to spread the good news everywhere. We love you, Father. Let your name be glorified. Thy kingdom come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.